systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Pat and AJ Podcast. Hello, hello. You're saying uh, you're wearing a Gap shirt. Yeah. Which, by the way, the Gap is still around. Still a thing, huh? Yeah. Still selling stuff? I'm old, though, now. I shop at Gap Factory. Do you? Gap Factory? Yeah. The fuck is Gap Factory? It's the cheaper version of the Gap. Oh, is that the outlet store? Oh, yeah, man. Shit's just as good. Listen, I'm curious about the outlet store thing, because growing up in my ethos, I grew up in Chicago, the only outlet malls were this mythical place called Gurney Mills, yeah, which was north of the city. It was in the northwest burbs. In fact, it was right by um, another mythical place that was called Six Flags Great America, which you probably most likely heard about because, of course, as Chicagoans, there was a shooting there. That's uh, There's been multiple shootings, I believe. That's how we say hello to each other in the morning. But um, Gurney Mills was like the only outlet mall in the Chicagoland area. And, of course, I was a south sider, right? So it was one, it was in the burbs. Two, it was north side. So it was just that. It was mythical. No yeah. one... No one went there. But I, and when I finally did get there, which wasn't until I was like 18, by the way, I literally had to become a fucking adult to drive myself to one day go there. And I'm like, this is this mythical place, outlet malls. This is like, they're cutting out the middleman. I'm not going to lie. I was a little underwhelmed. Yeah. I don't feel like it depends on the brand. First of all, Bernie Mills. Yes, I get it. I remember my grandma used to take us there because she lived in a Chicago suburb and she had like, I don't know, 30 grandkids. So whenever she wanted to spend time with you, like personally, it was special, but she, every once in a while, when we go visit would take me and my sister to Gertie Mills and she'd buy us like each one thing. And I'll never forget that. Like it was really hard for me to decide because I really didn't like that much stuff there and I didn't feel like it was that good of a deal even as a teenager I was gonna say did you get there and be like holy shit here's like not just the Adidas uh section but the Adidas store and was it like oh my god or was it just like you said like "Mm, okay I mean it was cool but I just again didn't feel like I'm like what's the difference between this and a regular mall except this one's enormous I I just remember it was like like a big thing we're going to the outlet malls I don't prices aren't a lot Depending on the brand, like Gap Factory, way cheaper than the Gap. Is it? Yes. So I like shopping there because I've never found my Gap stuff to last super long. So I'd rather just. That's pay a just wild price for to it. me that you, at um, the age of thirty nine, about to turn forty, that you still like. I'm trying to think of a clothing brand that I still, or a store that I still shop at. That oh, I, hell yeah, I've been wearing Gap since high school. Since high school, there isn't a store like in high school. Uh, one high school we fucking shopped at flea markets in the city right i mean where else do you get your gangsta taz and bugs bunny t-shirts i was in the burbs (laughs) we went to the gap but i'm trying to think even like in college famously of course worked at hot topic um don't shop at hot topic anymore as a 44 year old man i don't think i god most of the stores i shopped at aren't aren't even around that's the sad part i don't think i shopped at one store that's still like still around that's still huge but that's just amazing to me that you, like a store can cover you from high school to 40. Yeah, totally. Right? Because usually stores are pretty, we're trying to zoom in on someone. 
Yeah, no, definitely, especially like Gap Factory. Like the Gap is kind of fancy, a little more expensive. Mm. Um, and they've and the last time I walked into a physical Gap store was in Milwaukee when I was visiting home. And I walked into the store, and the front of the store was all like a teenager section. Mm-hmm. And so it was all smaller sizes and yeah. crop tops. And that was the first time I had ever seen that. And like us, you know, for us old ladies, everything was kind of middle of the store to the back. Yeah. All of the people my age were shopping in the clearance section. <laughs> How you doing on uh, sizes there? Still easy to shop at the Gap? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't. I mean. Tops wise, no see, way. I'm too I, fat. Well, like, I have somehow, and I don't know. I mean, When I was in high school, I couldn't shop at Abercrombie & Fitch because I was too quote-unquote big. Yeah. I was also like six feet tall in 11th grade, so that didn't help. But yeah, all the popular petite people mm-hmm. in my school shop there. And I couldn't shop there, but I could absolutely shop at The Gap. And I, I still um, can, yeah. It's weird, and, and like I don't know if AJ will give me a straight answer because she's my wife, you know? But, like, I do feel like I've gained weight consistently, and all she tells me is, you've always looked the same to me, right? Well, yeah, because I see you every day. Knowing in my mind I've swung 50 pounds one way or the other direction during our relationship, right? And there's been times when I'm wearing this size, and then there's times I'm I'm wearing this size. And it's funny, whenever I I come to AJ with it, she gives me that. I don't know, you always look the same to me. But for me, like, I'm in a phase now where I can't shop at shit like that. There's nothing, there is not a top at the gap that I can wear without making me look like fucking fat guy in a little coat. I mean, you did. We I bought you T-shirts for Disney that I like did cricket stuff on yeah. for the, our Disneyland trip, and I did buy your regular size, which is a two X. I wear two X. I wear a two X T-shirt, a two X button down, and I'll tell you when I first noticed it. Well, yeah. the, I first noticed it when I was buying you T-shirts. And I almost didn't have you try them on because I'm like, 2X always fits in. Yeah, like you were literally buying these t-shirts and you're like, I'm going to make a, a cricket, you know, shirt for them. And Pat was like, maybe I should try them on first. I know. And one of them fit. Again, we all know how brands, every size is different. But right. one of them fit. One of them did not. We had to go up to a 3X. Which is weird because I'm trying not to become the person that says, oh, the sizes are changing, not me. But I swear to God, it really is. I don't know. I don't think I've gained that much weight. Maybe I need. I mean, I'm I, just. Listen, I know I need to get back to the fucking gym. That's but all. Like, I don't. I don't care what you look like. I yeah. really don't. I mean, unless it's like grotesque and you can't. Like we have to cut a hole in the side of the house to get you out. That's I love how different. that's. I love how that's where she immediately goes. Do you like? Do you like that catastrophizing? She goes right, right from you have a gut to. You know, if you're a thousand pounds and we have to get a sledgehammer, if you, if you gotta go Jesus on like Christ Almighty, if you gotta go and how see about, like Doctor Now, how about as long as there's no negative health consequences? Well, no, that's right? and that's what I was gonna say, and you didn't give me a chance to say it. No, you're the too, only thing I'm concerned you're with. You're too busy scripting your own TLC reality shut up. show. Um, no, my husband's too fat to get out of bed. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, if, you know, like oh, I'm just yeah, I just worry about the health effects because yeah, that's you have, the weird part. Your, your dad had a heart attack and did, a stroke. Well, but okay, now see, I feel like you have to give the PS on well, that. You do yeah. My dad smoked like there was no more time left in the day to smoke. <laughs> so he just changed. He smoked all day, and this is back in the 70s, 80s, and 90s where you could smoke everywhere. Yeah. And on top of that, he was an optometrist who owned his own practice. So guess where he smoked? In his office. Oh, my God. Did he really? Oh, fuck yeah. I mean, like, not with clients. Like, he wouldn't... Well, yeah. He w- it wasn't like the JFK autopsy 
in like the sixties <laughs> where there's a doctor with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth lit while he's cutting while into he's you. Cutting into you. <laughs> but my dad definitely in his office within the little Clark Eye Clinic almost always had a cigarette lit. Wow. So he he would go see you as a client and then he would, you know, walk back into his room and just fucking start and smoking. So yes, to be so fair, then he, you, you quit smoking ten years yeah, ago. Yeah. My dad quit smoking after he had this mild cardiac event at like forty nine. Okay. He had this like semi heart attack at like forty nine. And of course, like all Americans, he switched to chewing tobacco. Um, so, but he I didn't did, know your dad chewed. Fuck yeah! But so, my dad had those. But no, like I don't have any. I don't know what am I at right now? About two seventy five. You think? I have no idea. We don't fuck. have a scale in the house because I have an. Oh, eating that's yes. So. The other thing, AJ got rid of all the scales. I know because see, I was going to the gym pretty regularly up until I started my graduate program. And for folks who haven't been playing the at home version of the game. That was 2019. So for those in between like my mom dying, which I I automatically lost a lot of weight because you're just grieving and yeah, you don't eat. All, yeah, everybody did. Nobody in the house was eating. It was like hilarious to see people like start complimenting me. And then I'm like, oh, it's grief weight. It'll come back. I, I just love it. Pat's all about <laughs> making people uncomfortable. And they're, they're like, oh, you lost so much weight. What have you been doing? Uh, nothing. My mom died and I stopped eating. Mom died. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's like the most guaranteed uh, w- like the most guaranteed way to make your wife hot is to divorce her. The most guaranteed way to lose weight is like just have someone close to you die. Yeah, it's true. You and just, then and then you know it'll come back, so you, it doesn't really matter. You just fucking stop eating. Uh, but yeah, no, I had lost some weight, and of course that comes back. But then I started investing kind of like my time with what am I going to do with my life now that I don't have a mother to take care of. And, and you had also decided I'm done with the radio circus. Yeah, Let's yeah. Like what else. what am I going to do? And so I, I, I started going to the gym a lot. Like we, the gym was my thing. We had the discussion that you were going to get rid of your gym membership when you started school. I remember you saying that and you, cause I wouldn't have time. It was very, and you even said it was like, you were noticeably like, you're like, I'm sitting all fucking That's day. That's all I do all now. All day. Oh. And you haven't gone back to the gym yet. I haven't. No, because then I, I entered my graduate program. The world flipped upside down six months later. For, we for all gained the pandemic. weight in quarantine. <laughs> so not only did the gym go away, but went away kind of semi-permanently. And I'm not going to lie. There's a few people that I, you know, see on socials around here in Arizona that go to the gym. And I see a lot of them wearing masks. And look, I'm not... You, you you guys know I operate uh, from this great state of reality, so I don't know if, if I want to go back to the gym. If if, if they you have to wear a mask. If I have to wear a mask, I have no problem wearing a mask if I do a lot of activities. If it's to protect myself and do all they that require shit, masks? I don't know. But then I feel like if other people are like, I kind of follow other people's leads. Well, yeah. If I, if you're the only asshole yeah, not wearing a yeah. mask, so like I feel now, I'm like shit. So what if I go back to the gym? There's people wearing masks. I'm like, am I going to want to work out with the mask, or is that not that I bad? I think the way we just have to look at it now, and oh. I absolutely think we are at that point where. COVID is always going to be here. Yeah. It's it's just another thing that, you know, we're humans. We're science experiments. It happens. It's going to be like so HIV. It's just around. It's just there. And it's going to affect some people and not affect others. Mm. I'll never judge anybody for wearing a mask. Yeah. Ever. Because, like, I'm flying. But next, I also yeah. am at a point where I'm like, I'm triple vaxxed. I did my part. Yeah. I don't want to wear a mask on a plane anymore. I don't, you know, if I don't want to, I don't feel like I should have to anymore. But I would never, like... If I, I mean, I don't know. At Disney, at Disney, 
I felt a little asses to elbows with people, and for a me, couple of times, I was like, <laughs> "That I, was pretty." I mean, I kind of wish I had a mask with me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think I think you're good. I don't think any gyms require. The only places I, I found no, no, no. I mean, it's Arizona. Yeah. They require nothing here. Okay, trust me. We well, are the land of the wild, wild west. Or, uh, like, but med- I'm just saying, medical soci- places still require. But like socially, socially, yeah. I follow kind of that lead. We're like, okay, I don't want to make you uncomfortable. So I don't know. It's just you know, look, I'm fucking lying. If I say I'm going to try to lose weight so I can shop at the store again, I'm never going back to brick and mortar shopping. It's just funny that I know now if I were to go to the Gap outlet with my wife, I'm walking out with pants only. (laughs) I can get pants, right? That's the weird part with being a guy like the middle-aged white guy look that I have going on. I got the big fucking gut. I have always been like between an... A large and an extra large at most stores. And what, your tops? In everything. 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 Because I'm super tall, mm-hmm. but I'm not like waifishly thin. Yeah. And I think I have a, like, m- like my legs and my butt are pretty muscular mm-hmm. and that creates problems. So like a, lo- a lot of places, like the large fits better, but it's not long enough. And then yeah. the extra large is too big, but I mean, it, and it depends. And then if I shop on Amazon, like I have to buy an eight X because they're Chinese. See, sizes, That's what I was so. going to say. I can't even get into the, no. the, the, the world of quote international, uh, uh, you know, commerce, because now we're dealing with sizes that are different in China, different in Europe, different anywhere. Although I'll tell you, do you know who will size you right? The motherfucking Polynesian islands, man, when they mean, Oh yeah, that's true. When a Samoan means 2X, they send you a fucking shirt that's a 2X. Yeah. Because there's some big Samoan brothers out there, right? Real sizes. I don't care what you look like as long as you're healthy. That's am all I, I care about. I am. I haven't, you know. And you just, you, you don't move. That's the weird you part. You don't move a lot. That's the weird part. AJ, now that AJ bought me a, uh, she bought me an Apple Watch. I haven't had an Apple Watch in a couple of years. My last one broke and I just, that's when the pandemic. We both did that. Yeah, both of our watches well, like, yeah. broke and we were like, ah, fuck it. Well, they broke and then we were in the pandemic. So like, you're like, I'm Nobody, not doing anything. Yeah. So why am I going to wear a fucking watch? I, I just sit in this house. So AJ got me an Apple Watch when I, uh, got my license right little little congratulatory hey you passed your licensing exam here in arizona to be a therapist here's your watch and since we've gotten it you know obviously with the new fancy ones i'm always sometimes firing off oh looking at my heart rate or heart oxygen levels or all the crazy shit and every time i do aj comes over and looks at it and I again, I take her word for it because i don't know about this shit but she obviously does she's like you have the heart rate of like an Olympic athlete. Your resting heart rate is that of an athlete. You I don't are know like how Tom Brady in numbers on your Apple Watch. Dude, his <laughs> resting heart. Listen, listen. I and I know it's part of my eating Ugh. disorder. I'm not going to pretend. I, I, I know mean, that. that's what I was well, going to no, say. Me, is how how, how much of this is your stop, shit wrapped up into stop my shit? Stop talking for a second. Yeah, let yeah, me yeah. finish my Go sentence. Ahead. Go ahead. I know it's part I of my. I can check text stop messages. Stop talking. Gotta check text messages. I know it's part of my eating disorder. That's so rude. I'm listening. I can listen and check texts. See, I talk too much. She says, shut up. I don't look at it. Go ahead. I'm listening. I know it's part of my eating disorder, but I exercise every day. It also helps me sleep better at night. I found on nights I don't yeah. do anything. I sleep like shit because I needed to do something. Yeah. Um, so I exercise every day. I wouldn't say my my diet is perfect, but I don't think it's awful. I mean, some days it's terrible. Those are cheat days. Those are those are meant to happen. Hold on, just to compare our fucking lives, because I love the body dysmorphia that you live. Finish what my thought. What I was gonna say is, I exercise every single day, and I'm lucky if I can get my resting heart rate to sixty. Like that's a goal. 
you are at 52. I'm a relaxed individual. That's incredible. And you don't exercise at all. Because you're so fucking worked up about exercising. You hear how fucking... You hear how much she yelled at me within that sentence because she wants to tell everyone about her issues about working out? You get so fucking worked up about it. Who cares? No, I just listen. She you does. You interrupt me a lot, and then I forget where I, I was going with my thoughts. I so know. I like to finish my thoughts. That's a that that's a sign of ADD. Did you know that? What? Uh, people that interrupt a lot because they're not trying to be rude, but they know if they don't say the thought right now that it's going to go away, and then you're going to look at them at the end of the sentence for a response, and they're going to be like, <sighs> look at that butterfly. A little psychology for you. Listen, I know it's a lot of like your, just your world with your health and and your um, everything about the way you operate your temple. She does. AJ looks at her body like a fucking temple. And I'm not, right? Just to put in comparison right there, she goes, well, I eat kind of healthy. I just smashed a fucking In-N-Out double-double and fries with a Coke for lunch. And I walk in to find my wife sitting there with a fucking salad that she door dashed. So you eat extremely healthy. You exercise a lot. And I can only imagine that, like, in your mind, you want to hit this fictitious number on this watch. Which, well, what the fuck does this watch do? I know. Right? What does it know? It, it knows nothing. But, you know it, what, but in your mind, you're like, this motherfucker over here. I'm telling you, and I know you don't, you're not a fan of swimming. We I like a, being in the water. We have a pool in the backyard. Yeah. If you get in that pool and swim some laps, you will close all three of your rings in like the middle of the day. But I'm doing fine. My resting heart rate's mine. Don't worry about mine. I'm relaxed. You're the one that needs to bring it down. I'm always amazed at how, <laughs> like, I, if I'm not, if I don't practice dance that yeah. day or don't go on a hike, I try to swim because it's so good for your joints. It's not hard on your body at all. But God, like, after a half hour, all three of my rings are closed. Like, all, well, not the standing ring. I'm worried about, this is what I'm worried about. It's because it's just a full body and you're, you're, it's resistance and it's, it's really good for you. I, well, first off, I get in the pool and I sit. So. You do. I mean this. I really mean this. Uh, and maybe. Maybe it's because I deal with some elderly clients in my uh, therapy business, but you get a kind of unique look into people's lives, um, you know, later on in life, right? And for me, one day when things slow down and this body I have that I barely use now <laughs> wants, <laughs> wants to do less, it's going to be a pretty cool, smooth transition, right? <laughs> Oh yeah, no, it'll I've thought about that. If if I end up like disabled or Dude, something. Dude, I'm worried you're going to eat a fucking gun, man. Like yeah. I don't know if you got to the point to where you couldn't I mean, I shit you not. This woman is up at 6 in the morning walking dogs. She's doing she just got out of the pool doing laps. I I, I know she's not done. There's something else no, on No, I'm the, done, trust me. On deck for the day. No, cuz I have a sprained knee, so I'm done. But And like literally yes, I was just I was depressed last weekend when I couldn't go to a fesh. I sprained my knee in the kitchen. Yeah. And I had, I had, they're like, just rest. That's the only thing. But I just thing. mean like that, later in life no, when it's not I, like you got to rest for a week when it's like life is changing. I know. You Trust can't me, do this I'm anymore. I'm aware because last weekend I was yeah. already bummed out and I thought, holy shit, what's going to happen one day when like my whole body is just like, no, we're done. Jesus, man. Well, it's a mess. I never understood. It's life's a mess. I never understood why. Um, but in retrospect, and I thought about this the other day and then we'll actually talk about that fresh thing. I wanted to. Um, do you remember when we used to watch So You Think You Can Dance? Yes. We used to watch all those reality shows. And, and then there um, just became too many of them. There was a lot. There was the one choreographer you liked the most. Mia Michaels. Mia Michaels. 
And Mia Michaels choreographed some kind of dance for a dancer. And the dance was this interpretive, contemporary, you know, really fucking artsy-fartsy modern shit. But it told the story. And the story was someone of basically birth to death as a dancer. And at the end of this dance, like, this person is obviously very frail and they can barely move and they're going to sit on a bench and that's kind of scene. I looked over at AJ. She's fucking pouring tears. She's crying her eyes out. Meanwhile, I'm like, I'm like oogling fucking the host, Cat. What's her name? What's her name? Cat Williams. Was it Cat? No, that's a fucking stand-up. Cat Williams. They both have luscious. They both have luscious hair. But yes. One cat. is a cat, was it Cat Dealy. Cat Dealy. Cat Dealy. Oh, she spells it with a C too, doesn't she? Yeah. yeah. And I interviewed her too. I ended up interviewing her, and uh, she's a very nice person. But, um, I, you know, AJ's fucking crying. And I'm like, you're really touched. And she kind of goes, and this is like a while ago. It's like 10 years ago. It's like ago, 10 yeah. years ago. So we're both, I'm in my 30s, you're in your 20s. And you kind of went on like, you know, that's eventually what happens to all dancers. Yeah. Like you get to a point to where your body can't do it anymore. And you end up this broken, frail person. And then you just have to sit down on the bench. And I, I think it was like this realization for me, at least. I'm like, holy fuck, that's how she views like this journey. And like you're trying to squeeze the most out of it while you can because you don't know when it's yeah. going to be over. Oh, shit. What's that? I don't know. Oh, oh, you're dinging your phone. See, oh, my gosh. There's like 20 things happening. See, you're yelling at me about checking text. Meanwhile, you're <laughs> pinging your own phone. But so I, I remember going, wow, it was wild, man. It was for me who just, I didn't, again, I have nothing physical like that at the time. My passion was my voice, right? So I guess I was like, one day does my voice get old and I can't do this anymore. But it was very interesting. And I get it. Um, I, I can only imagine what it's like. And again, I'll be fine. I'll be like Dom DeLuise. I know all right. Just a jolly fat guy in a louder shirt every single year. It doesn't help that like my mom's disabled. See, I was going to say. My I'm, family has so many health problems on both sides that i'm just waiting i was gonna say for something on the flip yeah on the flip side back when you were probably crying about this was in your 20s when you were still under the shadow and i don't know if people know this you were under the shadow of being diagnosed with ms um your mom has uh, ms she was diagnosed same thing in her late 20s right yeah i was in first grade yeah so late 20s and by her late 30s she's you know in canes and by these days you know in her 60s she's wheelchair bound um and i guess i didn't really it's not like i don't know when the fuck you talk about this to a partner but it's not like when we met you're like hey let me tell you my health history but i figured out a couple you know years in our relationship that aj was very much like hey this could happen to me. Yeah. And I don't know if you know, but I'm aware. And you kind of lived under that nervousness. And there was actually a couple times when it, it becomes one of those things where it's a little WebMD-ish where everything leads to cancer. But there yeah. were times where you would have health scares and your mind would usually default to, is this when I get a diagnosis of, hey, yeah. you have early stages of, of MS? I think I'm out of that shadow now, though. I was going to say, because you're, turn- you're turning 40. Yes. So, so I'm... I th- I'm- Think where's wood I can yeah go out. ahead there's right here right here uh, I think I'm out of that that shadow yeah at least for now I mean it's kind of like men I hate to say it um and and most men should know you don't know um when you're out of the window for testicular cancer men while oh, you're it's a, that's a young disease it's, isn't it's, it? it it's young dude and I used to feel my nuts a lot not just on <laughs> you know not just on a fucking hourly basis for fun 
But in my 20s, because I learned that in college, I uh, took a, 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 a course, human sexuality. And I remember that was what they said, like the number one killer of men, men under 30 was testicular, testicular cancer. cancer. I said, holy shit. So I remember once you get past 30 and now I'm fucking 44, you know, now next up is the finger up the butt once I hit 50 to yeah. make sure everything's cool with the prostate. But I remember that relief of being out of that age range. Like, okay, I don't got to worry about testicular cancer. Yeah. You're kind of out of that age range for the MS thing. So it's not like you're waiting for a diagnosis, but you said there's still like paranoia. Like you still think. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You still think one day they're going to be like, it's all crashing down. Well, they're just, I've had some weird like nerve. I have, I definitely have some nerve issues. I have some, uh, what are they called? Not essential tremors, uh, uh, something tremors. I mean, we, I, You've never, re- I mean, you've never really talked to me about that stuff. Like, like you get real, like, I don't want to talk about it, but you admit it. But yeah, you do. Like, you shake. Yeah. Your hand shakes. I don't know, not a lot. No, but- and I can't pinpoint what it is. It's not anxiety because I've, I've tried figuring that out. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't know. It's not like when I'm hungry, I don't think. Um, I don't know, but uh, yeah, yeah. no, I mean, we started to like notice it more when the world of, uh, digital media came around and and you shot everything on your phone and And my hands were shaking. AJ would know the days that her hands were, she goes, my hands are shaking too much. You have to, you know, film this. So there was that going on. You've never, have you ever gone into a doctor and flat out been like, why do my hand shake? I would like to have all the tests done and find out. Yes. And that's when they tested me for MS. Okay. And obviously they came back. Obviously I don't have it. No MS, but nothing as far as anything else. No, I really think maybe I just got like a little bit of everything from everybody. And maybe I've got like a few little things here and there, but nothing full blown. So not a full blown MS, just enough. uh, Just enough to, you know, like sometimes my eye will twitch for three days and, you know, sometimes my handshake and Sometimes my foot's numb, and then it goes away, so it's See, fine. My family's got nothing but mental health issues. That's all we got. We're all just a bunch of depressed, <laughs> bipolar wackadoos on my I'm side. I'm sure what's worse. So, hey, speaking of you and your body and dancing and me and Michaels and all the fun stuff, we spent so much goddamn time with our know. last podcast talking all about this Irish fest that AJ was going to be a part of in Palm Springs and this crazy grading licensing project she's engaged in trying to make people in Ireland happy. And then, I shit you not, the day before she is supposed to leave for this wild adventure, I'm sitting in my favorite spot. See see where our stories start? I'm sitting. Yeah. It's always Pat sitting somewhere. I'm sitting in my favorite fucking chair. Watch my belly get bigger. And I hear from the kitchen, which is three feet to my left, ah! my wife's on the ground, and I freeze. Right there's fight, flight, freeze. Yeah, I freeze because I'm like, oh fuck, because I know I'm, I'm just like, not today. And sure enough, within like half an hour, AJ's basically called off her dance competition because you figured out that you had fallen, hurt your knee. Uh, I hurt my knee. I actually I hurt my ankle first, but it wasn't like you know I've hurt my ankle so many times. That I was I gonna know. say you're also this accident prone person yes. who you roll your ankle all, the, all time. the time. So I know when it's serious. So and when which it's not. I hate to say it, there are many times I hear that same ah! and it's like she just rolled her ankle, and it's like another part of life. This you were like on the ground, you fell, and I'm sitting there like, what the fuck happened? And then. Well, I, I guess it was what, water on the floor? Uh, yeah, so I give our dog ice cubes because we're in Arizona, and she let oh. one melt. She didn't eat it. And I wiped out like See, a cartoon on a banana peel. I shit you not. We had a joke about this a while ago. 
because I would almost fall on him yeah. too. Because AJ, when we first got here, I don't know why. You're, I think because we're in Arizona now, right? So AJ wants to overcompensate with the dog, with hydration. And I remember you would all the time give her ice cubes. And it's about fucking four times that I almost killed myself uh-huh. walking through with Crocs and I hit like a little... A little wet spot. A little yeah. wet spot. And I think we came to some kind of fucking agreement to where I wouldn't... This is how a marriage works, boys and girls, by the way. I would not in that moment correct her and say, why, you know, please stop doing this because... I would instead sing a parody song of Don Ho's Tiny Bubbles, <laughs> and it was Tiny Puddles, right? <laughs> so I would sit there. I'd be walking. Ah! Look down, fucking puddle. And I'd go, Tiny Puddles, <laughs> make me fall. I mean, it definitely got they rid of the angst. break my ankle. Whoa, they make me feel small. Tiny Puddles. And... Then AJ, of course, would be like, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have given her the ice cube. Of course, it's hard for me as a man to now be like, why are we still giving her ice cubes? But I don't want to because you hurt yourself. And you had to fucking cancel your entire Irish vacation shenanigans. In fact, when we were recording last Thursday, sitting here, I remember I was sitting cross-legged and I'm like, damn, like, why did I sleep on my knee funny? Like, what happened? It, it hurt behind my knee. And I thought, you know, I'm like, was I, again, did I just sleep funny? Or did I, like, legit hurt myself? And out of nowhere, like, I couldn't even bend it. And it was the back of my knee. And I'm like, oh, maybe it's just a knot, you know. So I did all the things you do to get a knot out of a muscle. Yeah. You, once, you basically had 24 hours. From the yeah. time this happened, there was a 24-hour countdown to when you were supposed to leave. And within those 24 hours, you went through all the stages of grief, right? Yeah. There's denial. Oh, totally. I, <laughs> right, I, I kept packing. Fine. I kept packing. She I'm kept like, it's packing. fine. But I, I, I'm like, okay, I'll know tomorrow morning if I can go to this thing or not. Yeah. And, I mean, I got out of bed and couldn't bend my Couldn't knee. fucking walk. I shit you not. Yeah, the next morning, I wake up. She's gone. And there's a text. Hey, I'm at urgent care. Don't worry. And then she goes on to talk about how great... Our new uh, insurance is, union yeah. health care is. It's amazing. <laughs> that there was gets. no copay. She's like, it's amazing. I'm here and they're doing things and I'm not going to go into debt. Yeah, they're not, you know, you're not worrying about a bill because you're not going to get one. Uh, which was good, right? So it was a sprain because I landed and I hit my kneecap when I landed. So and I was going to say. That can create a sprain behind your knee. So you have a sprain. They did all the scans. They did an x-ray, yeah. Um, not broken. No. no tears. No fluid. None of that. But basically for. For someone who is expecting to dance and compete for three days in a row, for yeah. three days, not just for fun and shits and gigs, but also for this greater reason of grading and licensing for dance instructing, you basically were like, "I'm a fucked." Yeah, I you, did get a I did get a refund on my hotel though. That was did. nice. I I told her she should have just gone to Palm Springs and fucking hung out for the weekend. So I legit thought about that. <laughs> Why I not just like, go to Palm Springs well, for a weekend? I didn't think I could get a refund at first because on the website it said absolutely no refund. So I'm like, oh shit, forget it. Um, and then, but I'm like, I can't. The thought of even I couldn't bend my leg to drive for five hours. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's not even the leg I That's drive. Right. With. Yeah, I was gonna say then you'd have to drive there. Yeah, you couldn't do and that. And like the thought of carrying my bags in, I'm like, I, that's too much. That's this would be a mistake to go. Yeah. And um, yeah, I would have fucking gone with you, man. Well. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, no, it's fine now. They they said if it's not better, if it, they uh, said give it a week. If it's not better, you need to go get an MRI. And, but and, it's a lot better. And like anything else, right? A week goes by, you're doing much better. Yes. Of course, you missed the dance competition. Here's the weird part: there was something in the, in the fucking water. And of course, when I say water out here in the Southwest, we have none. No, right? like, there's, there's no more water. Um, but no one from your dance school ended up like making it out there. Like every two dancers did, and and they were um teenage dancers. Yeah. Um, none of the adults ended up making it out. One of our adults, uh, has a foot injury. Another has like, so you got one out for injury. Yeah. We got another one who just found out she's going to have to have knee surgery. So she's like, it's not a good idea for me to go. Another adult, um, her flight got canceled. She was flying, not driving. Mm. Um, and it got rescheduled for like the next day. And she's like, I'm going to miss my competition. So she's just like, screw it. I'm not going to go. And then another parent, she's actually what we call a vendor there. She sells like wigs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, sure. She, um, there's the highway that connects Phoenix and Tucson is called I-10. And the lore of I-10 is if there's one accident, you're fucked. fucked. Yeah. You can't, I mean, it will shut down everything between Tucson and Phoenix. And then you're driving like, like back roads, wild, wild west. And the back roads are not like direct. It is no. like middle of fucking and desert. And it's like 30 to 40 miles per yeah. hour. Yeah. And so she at like 11 p.m. was still on the road because she got stuck on I-10. And she had two babies with her. She nope. has, she's a foster mom. It was insane. I mean, it was just, it was, and we even said that. We're like, nobody has the luck of the Irish this weekend, do they? Like, it just got screwed up for everybody. That reminds me of when me and you drove from La Crosse, Wisconsin. We were going to visit my mom when she still lived in Chicago. We were driving from La Crosse to Chicago and there was flooding. Yes, in the Dells. In the Dells. And the water, the Wisconsin Dells, the water was so much that it started to breach the highways. Yeah. So they shut down the highways, and all of a sudden, we're taking these fucking... Back roads. Back yeah. roads, small town, and you're literally at... I mean, listen, I've gone to... I felt like I was in line to go to a major music festival. <laughs> I thought at the end, there's me a guy waving me into a right? fucking parking lot to go camp. It was so crazy, and I remember our Chicago trip went from five hours to like eight. Oh my god, we didn't get there till like eleven o'clock. And it, remember, it was the same yeah. thing. We had the kid in the car, and I'm looking at you like, "What do we do? Do we turn yeah. around? Do we do we go? Do we not go?" Yeah. So, anyways, it got screwed up for it, but it was somewhat comforting that really no other adult dancers made it. Yeah. Um, and and I was going to say also you ended up um looking at all the results and and the people who won and oh, all yeah, this. Yeah, total FOMO all weekend. And. uh but you kind of said, well, we all would have gotten our asses kicked anyways, and this is a whole other can of worms where basically the adult category um, starts at, like, age 20. Yeah, and goes till you're dead. Goes to death. So, so you've so, got 70-year-olds <laughs> who are you got 70-year-olds who are really good dancers like, yeah. competing against 21-year-olds I mean, who are 21-year-old dancers. There's a huge it's, difference. It's the literal reason why they have these senior leagues for, like, the PGA. Yeah. Because you can't put the 24-year-old no. guy with the 80-year-old guy because the 24-year-old guy just hits harder yeah. than the old guy. And you literally basically said, oh, we would have all been wiped off the face of the planet because all the people who won were younger dancers. Were the yeah. younger kind of just into the adult category, yeah. and they're basically very they're they're. It, the rule is, and I I won't go too much into it, but yeah. I think the rule is like it you it has to have been five years since you competed 
in any way, shape, or form in, in what we call the Andovers, which is the, the yeah. like the 15 and over, so, 13 and so over. So if someone, let's say, dances all throughout their life in grade school, middle school, high school, and then in 18, they take a break, right? Last, they go to college. Yeah, they yeah. go to college, they come back, and then at 23... They're back dancing they can in dance. the adult category, and then they cream all of and us And then they go up against someone age. who's like 50, had a couple kids, yeah. got a bad knee because they fall in the fucking yeah, kitchen. And, and the part that just kills me is like... The adults, like any, the adults, anybody from 30 and up to 70, everybody's a really good dancer. Sure. I mean, it's incredible, but there's still no way you can beat a 22 year old. There's the right now they're trying to figure out age splits. Like yeah. my school has a competition coming up. They've split 40 and under and 40 and over. See, that's what I would think. And I, I don't think that's a lot to ask, but they, they don't do that at the major competitions. And then again, you know, we, we lose out to a I bunch just, of 25 year olds. No I just shit. like. In my mind, I'm thinking about other awesome sports that we could try to do this exact same thing in to see the great results. And could we have like a scrimmage game between guys who just retired out of the NFL <laughs> at like 24 against dudes that are like 69? Like Brett Favre. <laughs> some dude, some 24-year-old, he's like, what? I'm retired just like you. <laughs> Fucking rocks this guy, cuts him in half. Same thing. You could do baseball. You have like Pete Rose right. that's fucking 97, can barely walk. <laughs> And then there's some newly uh, retired pitcher that throws a heater past yeah. him at 110 miles an hour. That's funny, man. Sorry it didn't happen for you, man. Yeah. All right. You got to hang out with me. She had the whole weekend off. No, I needed it. I needed the weekend off from work. I needed the weekend to rest, and I did, and it's a lot better now. Not only did she have the weekend off and get to spend time with her man, which she so rarely does, right? Because trust me, all that little stuff we talked about, her working out and this and that she does that shit even when she's working crazy hours right so her time is very scheduled therapy session right i'm working he's working i'm going out and doing something um aj had the whole fucking weekend off and she spent it with me watching james bond films yeah that's right folks i want you to fucking soak that in if you haven't been playing the at-home version of the game i've been watching james bond films I don't know, for a couple of months now because I got fucking bored, right? Yeah. I'm a dude now, and I work a lot, and I'm in a new state. I don't got any friends. Oh, you're a dude now? What were you before? I don't know. Just a being. <laughs> and I said, I'm gonna, uh, I am gonna. feel like learning about a, a film franchise, and I chose James Bond. And I literally started at the first one, Dr. No. And I've been watching every James Bond film, and yes, they're absolutely fucking ridiculous <laughs> and corny and over the top, the early ones. The early ones, It was yeah. like the 60s. We didn't know how to make movies yet. We know how to barely write fucking movies. And I've been watching these James Bond films. And AJ, normally, here's how I watch them. She's gone or she's going to bed early because she has to work some kind of of overnight shift. So I'll sit there and I'll watch James Bond. And I'll I'll sometimes tell her, try to tell her, or she'll walk out of the bedroom real fast and see it. And she'd usually make fun of it. Yeah, She'd say something of, oh, my God, my dad used to watch these. Or, oh, this is so stupid. Or, I don't know how you watch these. And then she'd go away. And then out of fucking nowhere, like the other week, I'm watching Die Another Day, which is from 1999. And that is the Bond film with Pierce Brosnan, but also Denise Richards yes. as the Bond girl. And he was like, do you want to watch it with it was me? Like and Dr. I was like, I'll sit here with my phone and yeah. maybe kind of glance up every once in a while. Well, it was like Dr. Booty Shorts, because I was just well, like yeah. losing my mind watching this film, watching Denise Richards run around in booty shorts, even though she's supposedly a scientist. <laughs> and... I keep yelling stuff to AJ, and eventually she goes, fine, I'll, I'll just, here, sit by me, and I'll, I'll watch it with you. And then she starts watching it. And then she goes, well, what's the next one that you're watching? I go, well, after this, it's this one. She goes, 
all right, I might watch that one with you. Yeah. And then she watches the next Pierce one. And then I go, well, after this, this is the Daniel Craig era. This is Which the one I've that, heard is amazing. Yeah. I'm like, everyone loves Daniel Craig. And she's like, well, do you mind if I watch those with you? <laughs> I go, yeah, sure. And then we watch one on Saturday. Which one? We watched Casino the first Royale one. Casino on Saturday, Royale. Which was phenomenal. And then all of a sudden, AJ looks at me on Sunday and she goes, well, if you're not doing anything, do you? We should watch Quantum of Solace tonight. Do you want to watch the next one tonight? <laughs> I go, hold on. The same woman who was walking past me, making fun of me, watching like Goldfinger and stuff. Well, there's a huge difference between Goldfinger and Daniel Craig. I mean, there was a huge difference between Pierce Brosnan and Daniel Craig. It was a pretty big leap forward. We said, and and I agree with this, um, we both said that it's kind of like the Star Wars franchise. We're in the late 90s, early 2000s. They did like the Phantom Menace and all that shit. And they went balls out with all the new technology and special effects. Almost too much because people ended up hating the movies. And then in the late, you know, the later, we... 2010s, we, whatever. We brought it back. They grittier. brought it back, yeah. gritty, more realistic, Although less it's special funny, effects, and, I, and that's exactly what Bond did. And it's so good. I have read some now that you know we're kind of in the Daniel Craig era. I've been reading some things, and a lot of the Bond fanatics, Bond fanboys, they kind of don't like the Daniel Craig era because they said it's like the the Jason Bourne era. Um, they're like it's just very. There's a lot of parkour, very hand to hand parkour <laughs> combat. Where I mean, it's it's very. It's less like technology, crazy guns. Yeah. Because that's what we used to think like spies were like that was always the big setup, right? Bond shows up and then Q tells him the fancy little toys that he's going to have that will eventually help him save the movie. Um, and Daniel Craig is like you said, just parkouring it, and he's not banging as as, as many women. Yeah, There's not quantum, as many naked women. Quantum of Solace, he didn't have sex with, with anybody. Any, how, they, how is James Bond not getting laid? Well, I think that's a travesty because if I was there, he would have gotten laid. But, yeah, you know. that is the other thing. Let me <laughs> let me tell you what if if I was able to oogle the Bond girls over uh, the years. I got nothing on the dirty shit my wife says about Daniel oh Craig. Oh my God, is he hot? Holy <laughs> shit. Oh, I, oh, like, I mean, oh, I got to. Oh, I would do horrific things to him. <laughs> I got to lay down a towel for her to sit on because it is, you know, dangerous territory when she's watching Daniel Craig come walking out of the ocean <laughs> with his little tidy, uh, oh you know, God. swimwear he's, he's all like beat up and Jesus. bloody and hot. Dude, this next one, what's the next one? We did uh, we Casino did, Royale. Quantum of Solace. Quantum of Solace. Oh, it's, um, is it Spectre? I don't know. Is it? Um, I don't there's, know. Which, there's three more. I don't know five. which one it is, but um, we we watched a preview for it. Yeah, this one. Listen to her. Has Daniel Craig, which is amazing. <laughs> Rafe Fiennes. Oh yeah, and Javier Bardem. I'm gonna need to watch this pantsless List, by myself. Look at Holy this. Holy shit! Just, that is just I. It's an eye candy just, store. Just a couple months ago, right? She's making fun of me as Sean Connery looks over at a young thing in Thailand and goes. Why do Asian girls taste better? <laughs> right? But now, she dropping trout and kicking me out of the house for 007 and his boys of summer. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.